G'day punters, welcome to episode 31 of the Shit Dad Podcast, where we celebrate our big man blunders because we're all in the same boat when it comes to fatherhood. I'm Nick, married father of three, and it's just about time to whip out the Queensland Ugg boots, socks and pluggers. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, g'day all. I'm Dave, married father of one, and uh, last week was about to be go week, according to OB. Oh, really? Yeah, um, he was not happy with blood pressure and said, you're in tomorrow night. Managed yeah. to swing a few things, so but still put just to fix uh, fix our shit dad podcast episode <laughs> just, in. We just kept the bub in there just to get another one in. Keep just it cooking. One. <laughs> um, everyone, we're with our Cam this week. Unfortunately, his, uh, COVID's hit him. Uh, it's gone through the family at the moment, so the poor little bastard is at home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I put it horrendously. <laughs> I have, but he is because he's got two kids. We know that. Yeah. Um, and with the missus with it as well. Um, so we, we feel for you, Cam. Mate, mm-hmm. Get better. Yep. And the fam too. Definitely. And we are joined by an absolute legend here, Liam Sorrell uh, from Australian Dads Network. He's a chairperson. Uh, amazing story. Loved looking it up the last kind of week when Nick sent it to us. So, um, Liam, mate, welcome and thanks very much. Cheers, guys. Yeah, appreciate the opportunity to come and have a, have a chat with you guys. I'm, I'm really excited for this, uh, for this chat. Sure. Awesome, man. Good fun already. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, so tell us about yourself, Liam. Uh, can we can we hear about your um your can we, actually? Can you give us? You heard our little shit dad podcast intros. Then, do you reckon you could do one off the cuff? Give us your best shit dad podcast intro. All right. Um, <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, Jay, my, name's, my name's Liam. Um, I'm the dad or husband and uh, and a dad of two two boys. And uh, yeah, living up here in the northwest of Australia, and um, it's it's always double plug of weather up here. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> don't don't your feet go all red from the uh, the red dust? They're, yeah, yeah. So it's good because you can go into pubs or whatever barefoot, but it looks like you're wearing shoes. So <laughs> yeah, you know, the <laughs> Oh, the benefits, the benefit of the red dust. That's awesome. Yeah, good. Well, uh, on on that note, let's kick it off with a couple of dad jokes, um, and I want to kick it off again today this all week. Right, mate. <clears throat> No. Yeah. <coughs> yeah right. What days are strongest? Saturdays and Sundays. Only because Mondays to Fridays are weekdays. <laughs> I don't know if this is good or if I just I just laugh because it's the, it's the go-to, <laughs> the, the reaction. <laughs> All right, lads. Um, yeah. Did you hear about the Italian chef who died? Mm-hmm. He passed away. Oh God, <laughs> Baba the Boopy. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, I want to hear that paperclip joke again. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'll, well, I'll put it into a way that I suppose anyone can use it out in the in the the real world. Um, We're all about dad advice so, here, you know. Yeah, this is dad advice. The um, so go into uh, wherever you are in the office, or maybe at the news agents might be a good one too. Find a rogue paperclip that's just sitting on the desk somewhere. Um, pick that up and you know put it behind your back. Then go to uh, go to a group of people that are just sitting there actively working, which is what you should be doing when you're in the office. And then say, "Hey guys, have you seen the latest clip from the paper?" And make it look really you know important. You know that's something that you know especially gossipers really, really want to be around. <laughs> yeah, tell it to them. And when they all turn around, you've got a big crowd around. You're waiting for the uh, waiting for what that clip was because they clearly missed it in the paper. You just pull up your paper clip in front of them, and uh, here it is. And you can just walk away. Mic drop, drop it. Drop the paper mic and let. <laughs> oh, I, I am actually. I'm gonna, actually going to use that. I'm going to run that tomorrow. <laughs> That's getting a run. <laughs> awesome. That's beautiful. Mate, Liam, it's, um, it's come at a perfect time for our chat because we're rounding off our mental wellness month um, of March here. So we've had some good chats with a few people, um, sharing a bit of our, our stories of how we look after ourselves mentally. Um, and I guess what a better way to hear your story, you know, coming up a little bit later. But um, as always, listeners, and don't forget that um, our sponsors, you know, Smashing Fibres, uh, the code, free shit. In there at the checkout and buy one, get one free. Free so, shit. So uh, make sure you jump on, keep supporting them, and then we can keep supporting, you know, you guys with our shit dattery. So yep. please jump on it. Remember, free shit, 
All one word, buy Keep one, that. get one free. Keep that big ball of shit dattery rolling down the hill. That's how we like it. Now, um, let's let's kick off our dad chat with Liam. Mate, we really want to hear, we, we're re- really excited to hear about the, um, the Australian Dads Network, but we'll get to that in a little while. Just want to hear a little bit more about you and your story. Yeah, cool. So, I originally grew up in the western suburbs of Melbourne uh, in a place called Werribee, which was, back then, it was, you know, it was the end of the train line. So, um, you know, and apologise to anyone listening from Werribee uh, that I grew up with who's, who's still in Werribee. I'm not going to be too friendly with it. Um, it yeah, end of the end of the train line. Uh, so it was pretty, you know, it had its moments, that's for sure. Um, highs and lows. But, um, you know, it, you know, it was a really good middle class sort of upbringing, you know, just, um, just the usual sort of thing that you'd expect. Um, but as soon as I turned 18, I was like, I'm out of here. Zoom. The wheels and I'm going. <laughs> yeah. And so I started, I just had an itch. Uh, I traveled a lot with the family growing up, you know, and so I just kept that, uh, that itch that I needed to scratch. And, and so I chucked, uh, I chucked a, a mattress into an EB station wagon and, and hit the road. Um, made it as far as Ballarat, which is about an hour north of <laughs> where I was, <laughs> but I felt somewhat accomplished with that. Um, spent two years there and, and then after that it was, yeah, the itch was still there. So I made some good contacts across the East Coast, worked at a bunch of music festivals and, and traveled up and down the coast, um, you know, working, working some shit jobs. And, you know, that, um, that was sort of a pun intended because I ended up working with a mate who started a, Composting toilet business for music festivals. So Is it Kenny, I was actually <laughs> I was actually in the shit business, um, and uh, and uh, we took the piss as well. So you know it was, it was a win-win. There you go. Um, I told you once that once I start getting a few of the dad jokes in, they'll start flowing. Yes. Um, so yeah, just started traveling around. I made my way overseas a few times, and and uh, basically the, the I suppose the. The long and short of it is, um, it's both, you know, the snapshot of, of my life was ended up in um, Airlie Beach in Queensland and was broken and sitting in the car park of a, a dive resort. And I was a dive master, scuba dive master at the time. And <laughs> I had an offer to go overseas with a mate uh, band again um, and just be a bit of a roadie for them for a few months, which I did the year before. Uh, or uh, or I go into this dive center and see if I can get some work. Um, I didn't have any money to go back over to Europe, so I thought, well, what's plan B? And that is uh, going to the dive center. And so I went in there, signed up for a scuba instructor's course, uh, and then on the first day, I, I sat across from um, uh, this one girl in particular I thought was a bit of all right. And, uh, and then the instructor goes, you know, you'll meet a, you'll make a lot of bun- uh, a good bunch of friend- friends during this two weeks we're together. Uh, but there's also the potential that you'll uh, you could meet the the you know your future wife. And he did the same thing when he was a dive instructor going through the course uh, many years ago. And so turns out that girl that was across the road uh, across the hall that I thought was um, was a bit of all right ended up being my wife. Turned out to be my wife in the future, which was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What happens at diving school stays at diving school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, that's awesome. And yeah, so we yeah, so we ended up travelling around. She was from Canada, so we travelled around for uh, for a little while. We had do- uh, dive jobs lined up over in uh, Exmouth uh, in WA. There made our way to Karata and uh, as backpackers during the boom in 2010. You know, you can't really pass up some really good cash. So we stayed we stayed in Karata for a bit. Uh, went over to Canada for a little bit after that and um, Central America did some diving in Central America and then uh, we made our way back to Karata because we didn't want to stay in Canada because it's bloody cold and um, there's moose so we, <laughs> we ended up back in Karata we ended up back in Karata and, yeah yeah here we are so we, you know, we've been in town for about 12 years now and uh, yeah we've had our two boys here at the at the old Karatha Hospital, um, they're now uh, yes yeah, seven and six. So uh, you know we're we're enjoying all the, the highs and lows of living in a regional town uh, and you know raising raising two boys. So yeah, good right now. That's awesome. And um, everything go really smoothly with the pregnancies. Yeah, I had no issues. Um, 
Allison, Allison was, um, <laughs> was, was, you know, straightforward as you could get, I suppose. Um, you know, good, really, you know, as far as regional area, it's, you know, the, the people that come up here to work in those spaces are, um, you know, they come up here because they really want to do some, some good work in, in small communities. So yeah. midwives and stuff on both occasions were phenomenal, awesome. And we still see them in town too. So it's good to sort of reconnect and, and say good day and, yeah, good. um, give them a bit of a shock to see how big the kids are and make them feel a bit old and yeah it's good now they're full wives not midwives anyway um so we have a (laughs) listener question uh this week and he wanted to know um any sleeping routines uh that you could share with the crew because we've got our things that worked um but we'll kick it off with you um what what sort of sleeping routines did you use and when they didn't work, did you have Plan Bs? Did you get support? What's the What's the go? Those are sleeping routines for the kids. Yeah, yeah, not yourself. Yeah, yeah. we well, know you got better all. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm still trying to figure that out myself. Um, yeah, oh, so uh, we went through some some tribulations and trials with this because uh, our our firstborn had undiagnosed silent reflux for the first oh. six months. So between uh, Myself and Alison, we didn't we didn't know what was going on. You know, he wasn't vomiting or anything, so it was just like, why is he crying? Why every time we put him down, he's he's, he's crying. So we were on literally for six months. We were on forty five minutes sort of sleep cycles, uh, and it came to the point where we, we got to the, ended up going to a pediatrician. After all, the GPs were like, no, it's just a kid. That's what babies do. Mm. Uh, we were like, the pediatrician said, no. Nah, you, you guys need to go to um, Woolies and pick yourself up some anti-reflux formula, um, which you can just get off the shelf and it's been there the whole time, uh, and, and give that to your kid. And that night we gave it to him, he slept for 11 hours, <laughs> which was um, <laughs> That would have been both, both demoralising and exciting. <laughs> like, yeah, how could this not happen earlier? Like, what are you told? Said, hey, just go and get this anti-reflux formula where which magical shop in Karatha can we get that <laughs> and he said just go to Woolies you know yeah. on aisle 7 or whatever <laughs> and there we were so um, yeah it was it was um, it was good I didn't sleep for that whole time but it took us a couple of days to sort of commit to, uh, to it but fast forward now I suppose you know over the years we've learnt we've learnt and tried different things um, for us it's it's a combination of the you know the routine sort of prep to and the and the leading into so having those words that we tell our kids you know like it's almost bedtime you know or we've got 10 minutes until we we go to bed so at least it started to implant in their head that you know they need to be ready for this that's a good one and then the um and then the the setting down of uh we've got music with a little google mini or whatever it's called in their room so it's you know, we've got some playlists that they like to listen to. Usually it's maybe half an hour of a uh, story. So um, Mr. Mrs. Applebee's or something like that is this, um, is this story time. I'll find it and I'll send it to you guys. That'd be uh, awesome. I'll really, share it on um, socials. It's a really good podcast that just has some really awesome stories for the kids to, to listen to. And then I'll, I'll schedule on Spotify some really nice sort of sweet music after that. And it just it just gets them into the into that space. We do that pretty much every night. It doesn't work every night, but you know we, we make sure that we do it every night. So at least it's it's a routine. Yeah, and it beats watching TV or running around tackling each other, especially yeah. with two boys. You know they bounce off each other, so it's just going to go absolutely like my two boys. They just go bunt as soon as it hits. It's, as soon as it's time to go upstairs to to have a shower, it's like all right now this time to chase and tackle each other constantly for the next twenty minutes. So they've got all this energy; they just need to get out just before bed. Exactly. That's all, mate. <laughs> that's that's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> like purge the energy like yeah. five minutes before bed, yeah. Yeah. and they're in the same room too. So like we've got them in the same bedroom, so that's even more of a challenge. Oh um, yeah. But you know, it's yeah, it's because uh, they do. They just feed off each other even when they're laying in bed. But it's also nice too. Sometimes you hear them. You know, when they are settled, you hear them just having a really nice conversation, which is yeah, which is cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be awesome. How long have you been doing that for? Like that that particular routine, as such. Like once they got to a certain age, or has has it worked for you guys? Uh, we started using like meditation type sleep music, probably I would say maybe three four years ago, yep. and just had it sitting in the background. Um, and then just recently, I suppose probably the last six months is using 
the the podcast for for their sleep, so yeah. story times and stuff like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm not too sure if you remember yeah. what you did when they were um, first born, um, because our listener is actually just about like Dave, just about to have a baby. So um, mm. yeah, they. I, I know just from what I can remember was um, uh, so re- reading the books and the the podcasts and things like that, and then getting frustrated when it wasn't working. So you're sitting there going, "What do I even do?" Um, and it's really hard not to get frustrated. And I just remember thinking. And having a good chat with the missus and we're like you know what we're just going to ditch this whole thing baby can now sleep when they want or when they need to sleep and eat when they need to eat because sometimes the routine just doesn't work for some parents like they want it as much as they want it to work and as much as it makes things a lot easier it just doesn't work always like as liam knows with the sleep with the, the silent oh, reflux, reflux Jeez. Yeah. and it, it takes six months of hell mm to figure it out you know and but where yeah so if you if you've got that uh that routine in place and it's not working just ditch it that's that's the advice yeah. i'll give we, we've said that though before on the show like you know some things are going to work like especially as a as a new dad you know like three years ago now but about to get the second all the advice that's getting thrown my way and it, and it's great you know like i take it on board i absorb it but it doesn't mean i need to use it no nah. but it's, it's just put it there in the library for hey look because this this second kid like let's be honest it's going to be different to the first and when the routines that i had with the first don't work i'll go to that library and go, oh what's someone else said let's try that you know and people just need to understand, especially new dads it is okay yeah. to scrap that shit the book says two you know two yeah. hours or shit the book says this and they need to be sleeping no no it's okay you know is your baby eating is your baby sleeping yeah. is it pooping exactly and you know? advice is like going to dan murphy's and picking the beer yeah. you just <laughs> pick the bits like pick the beer that you yeah. want yeah at that time pick the bits of advice <laughs> that are working for you at that time shout out yeah. to dan yeah. murphy's great oh, yeah. people at dan's so yeah if you listen. <laughs> i think uh, i think the only thing and i'm not sure if you're listening to the question there is uh is someone that is is it, are they first you know is it their first kid yeah first or? baby yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think the, the thing that we uh, we look upon in reflection with our first six months was that, you know, I wanted to be, which is with our firstborn as well, so I wanted to be there for my wife through all of it. You know, I wanted to be that support and I wanted to make sure that she felt that, you know, I was there with her on this journey. And and then, you know, so to do, you know, 45-minute sleep cycles, go to work and spend, you know, eight, ten hours at work and then come back and do that whole thing again. Yeah, yeah. It's balancing that is what sort of really started to drain us. Mm. And, and I wasn't a good person at work. I wasn't um, productive. I was highly stressed the whole time, all those things. But I think one one piece of advice that, you know, that I've learned from that process is to – it is it is more important to, um, to the relationship and to the household to have – if you're going to have a routine of any type – is to make sure that that uh, balance of you know you go and get your sleep now and you go and get your sleep after you know and having that having that um, that routine there, I think would have would have helped us a lot. Except we were just riding the same waves the whole time. Mm. Um, but if we had a balance and had some time where you no, know, you go away now and you sleep, you get your catch up, you go catch up with your friends, whatever it might be. Um, we didn't do that, so we, we just we just struggled the whole way through together instead of supporting each other through it. That's a great dad advice. We'll, um, I think a lot of people will take something away from that. Oh, definitely, especially for this new listener, yeah. you know, this new dad, rather. Definitely. Um, and that, that is really important. Um, I was lucky enough with, with my Mrs. Um, Trace, with our first. She was an auntie for, some, you know, to, you know six, six kids and then a couple on my side too, but she saw it and she said that to me. She's like, what use are you going to be to me if you're tired and you go to work and then you get cranky then you're going to come home and you, you're at shit. Like, well, go and have this three, four hours, and then at X amount of time in the morning, from that time, it's yours. Yeah. You know, and I'll take this shift and you take that. And, and it, it was, like, honestly, it was a lifesaver because you get that chunk of sleep, you could regenerate. You, I could function at work. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a good thing. I could function at work. But then I came home and I had that little bit of energy to then go, all right, you go take your couple of hours. Yeah. I've got this. Yeah. Yeah. So, nice. no, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right. And um, how, how do you stay healthy? You know, and like, I mean, your, your dad hacks for y- your dad bod. Like, what do you do? Like, do you take the boys out there at a good age now or, 
you know what do you do uh oh, a number of things and i think it's uh it's again speaking of a wave it's uh it, it, it has stuff and down uh ebbs and flows i think you know one thing i've learned is that i have to be patient with myself and and uh and not to harden myself with the health and nutrition space because you know it is so dependent on on what's going on in other areas i understand and, and you know over the years have understood how important it is for my especially my mental health um and you know but there's, there's also been times you know i've just come off a recent stint of of just not really giving any anything towards my health and just really neglecting it uh and and you know seeing how much of an impact that does have on my mental health was you know, it's always the trigger. Every time I go through little ruts like that, uh, it's, it's my mental health that, that um, comes up worse. So I've just gone through another little stint of that and and now coming in back into what I really like to do and that's just, just, you know, keep things really simple. So, you know, go back to, you know, trying to eat really healthy, um, not overly healthy because, it's, you know, that's obviously a challenge in regional areas as well to get some really good stuff. But, you know, just eat, just try and eat real food. And, uh, and, and drink a lot more water, um, you know, and then just, just the, the part that I suppose is, is, is the hard part with time is, is getting that activity, you know, so, you know, it's, it's a balance of, um, the balance of getting that time out of the house to do some of those things for yourself. So if it's going for a run or whatever, uh, versus, you know, spending time with the family. So, trying to combine those things. We've got a slack line in the backyard which the boys have, uh, you know, they, they play out there all the time. Um, you know, it's, it's good to sort of occasionally get out there and have a bit of a, a go at it as well. Um, How many stacks have we had? You know, they put me to shame. Yeah, a number. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I mean, I've got no real sort of hard and fast and I'm not going to try and pretend that I'm, I'm any good at this. I think, you know, there's times when there's times when I, I I not perform at my best in the health space, and and what sucks and what is what is what sucks for me is that knowing that what I need to do, and I think a lot of guys, a lot of dads know what we should do. You know, yeah. eat less, eat better. You know, move more. It's simple stuff, and you know, for me, it's just reminding myself every now and then that yes, I know this stuff, and I should be doing this more. Um, but just being kind to myself and just saying, you know, like it's okay to it's okay to fall short here and there as well, yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, it's crack as much balance as possible, I suppose. That's awesome. You mentioned before, like you felt like with your looking after your body, you felt you feel it mentally too. Which one do you feel gets it first, or which one do you feel first? Like, do you feel your body? Like at the moment, I'm going through exactly what you're talking about. Um, you know, it's towards that end of the pregnancy. I've just found myself in a rut, sitting on the couch, you know, after dinner. You got morning sickness and, yeah, uh, yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you know, in support for the missus. No, but just, I just find like... You saw boobs. Yeah, yep, they're Sorry, growing yeah. too. <laughs> no, but no, like, um, I find myself, you know, like physically, I'm like, I'm exhausted, but I find myself mentally as well. Like, and that's... And, you know, we speak about it all the time, the correlation between being, you know, physical, you know, it doesn't have to be strenuous, but being active and so, and I've just noticed that's dropped off. So I've noticed mentally it has too. Like so, for you, do you notice it mentally first or more physically? I think I think it's it's a tough question. I would say I would say I noticed it physically first, and that's probably from a, a visual um, perspective. You know, so seeing yourself in the mirror and 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 going ah, that's <laughs> not exactly where I want to be. Yeah. You know, and then. I think that probably is the spark for me is to, is to, is that visual and knowing that this is not where I want to be. This, you know, I have some goals to where I want to be in my, um, my health and fitness space and, and I'm not there. And so that seeing that first, then I suppose it plants a, a seed in my head. Uh, and then the next phase, I suppose, of knowing that is that I continue moving in the, in the wrong direction. So, you know, I'll go, oh, I'll, you know, I'll start tomorrow or, you know, I'll, I'll wait till, you know, the donuts are gone from the cupboard and then I won't eat another donut. <laughs> um, you know, we'll you know that, oh. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I think that's I think that's probably where it starts. So yeah, it's probably more physical, and then the brain or the, the mind starts to start to take over. Can I ask you as well, Liam? Um, when you were talking about your mental health um, of getting affected, can you sort of elaborate on how? What like what sort of signs do you start seeing when you know? All right, this isn't right. I need to sort this out. Yeah, a couple of things. So definitely, my patience starts to go. Yeah. Because you know, I I start noticing that I because I'm starting to get you know pissed off with myself, um, a lack of energy, you know, lack of motivation, um, a lack of desire to you know, it's like almost gets to that point of like, what's the point of you know of changing now, you know, it's, yeah. everything's good, you know, uh, as far as, you know, the food's good and the lack of exercise is great, you know, so, so lack of, lack of interest to do anything, um, and actually make some action. So I think that's, that's, that's probably the, the, the things that I start to notice first. Um, I think when I start getting short, it's, it's the people around me that start to impact, I impact first. Yeah. You know, so it's at home. I start to, you know, I start to get short with the kids or, you know, not communicate effectively with Alison and, and the boys as well. Uh, you know, and then that continues that, that cycle of, you know, then I feel shit about myself for saying those mm. things and then I, you know, I'm not being as supportive or, you know, as helpful as I can be around the house and, you know, all those kinds of things. It just starts that cycle. Um, and it, I suppose, just snowballs and, um, yeah, and it's, you know, a, a recent example of that was just, you know, when um, I started having all these, these sort of feelings and then um, there was about five decisions that I needed to make, both in my personal life, um, with the, my passion projects and with, uh, with work as well, all of, in the same week, all these different things happening. And it was just my, my mind and everything was already stressed with all the, the other stuff. Now pile this stuff on top and it just, um, it was, it was Wednesday last week, just like it had to, had to all just be let out. And, you know, it was just a lot of frustration that I let out in my own personal space, in the safety of my, my work car. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to let, let that out and just, and then really just go back to things that I've learned is just go and create, all right, what is the priority here? What needs to just get off the table and start ticking those things off? Yeah. And as some decisions were made, it, it sort of started to clear that up a bit. And then it was, you know, Sunday this week where I just went, all right, this can't go on anymore. So I've now switched over to back over to, you know, looking after myself again and, and getting that diet right first, which is, you know, 80% of the battle. Yeah, definitely. Um, on We've spoken about this before when everything sort of gets too much and you sort of have to empty your cup and, and do that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. So, and everyone has to do that. Um, and But everyone has a different way of doing that. You said you did it in your car, but do you have any sort of um, – mental health oh sorry mental wellness escapes like we all have an escape like mine is going to fit stop shout out fit stop (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah you're going going to the gym you got an hour to yourself and you come home endorphins are pumping and you you feel like you've just got rid of like 10 years worth of stress like what what's your go-to escape yeah so at the moment and and well it has been for a number of years but definitely at the moment because I've decided, you know, I've just I've got I've got a ton of stuff on still that really needs attention. So having that hour at the gym, or you know, I used to I, I used to go to the boxing club uh, two or three nights a week, and you know that was my real good escape as well. Um, but with all the stuff that I've got going on at the moment, I'm just like, no, all right, the the physical stuff just needs to take a little side step for a moment and just park over there. Um, so what I've what I've amplified is a combination of um, breathing exercises and, and meditation just to give me that space and, and calmness. So, you know, I've been, I've, I've been doing for the last sort of six months or a little bit more is uh, Wim Hof's routine, his breathing routine. And uh, prior to that, there's a guy called Dan Brule who has a really good book called Just Breathe. Oh, yeah. uh, there's a ton of, ton of information in there. Way, like so many different resources that he provides in that book, and uh, and the audio book is even better because it's you you can work through the the routines with him um, live, so to speak, um, which is really cool. Is he talking a really so calming voice? 
No, it's not a, it's not an amazingly calming voice, but you know it it works anyway. Now bow um, your head and uh, and start taking a few breaths. Yeah, yeah, it's like um, book word. Yeah. Um, can you say the F word on this on this yeah, podcast? Yeah, fuck yeah. So it's called "Unfuck Yourself" by um, Gary John Bishop. Yes. Right. Uh, and That's I've got good. that book here on the shelf, but I've listened to the audio book and it sounds like, and he says it himself, it sounds like you're listening to Shrek tell your story. <laughs> um, Dan Brulee's not as, uh, not as full on as that, but the, yeah, so, you know, I, I do my best and, you know, I'd say it is close to probably, you know, 85% of the time. I'm up somewhere between 4 and 4.30 in the morning and I get my hour to myself. So that, yeah. you know, I come into this little um, spare room which is why the boys are sharing another room, uh, so I can just have this space. And so, I've, you know, I've just I've got it nice and clean on the floor now, which is good. So I can just, um, you know, lay on the floor, do some breathing routines, um, sit up to a meditation. I usually will stop after that and just get some clarity around um, where my head's at at the time. So really, sort of dive into where my head is at at the time. Yeah. And uh, and then if I'm if I've, something comes to me I'll put that into a little Facebook post in the morning and, and see how you know just as a as a way to see um, you know how my thoughts resonate with with other people in my in my community as well and start some conversations which you know what I really love to do that's great that's awesome mate oh, Liam I'm really keen to hear about this the, the Australian Dad Network but before you do you just mentioned there that they're getting up at that that 4.30 mark that hour before obviously everyone else in the household does you know, just for our listeners, like we've spoken about this before, that trying to find that hour, you know, we all have those excuses, but tough to start, obviously, but it obviously, you want to share, like, it gets better for the, like, you know, for yourself, like, you get that routine again? Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. It's, um, you know, uh, I think, again, it comes back to just being kind to yourself and, you know, it, it's, we're not, we're not perfect, no one is, you know, things, Things will come in your way and, and distract you from those things you want to get to. Um, you know, starting your day early, it may not even suit some people, you know, especially, you know, if you're on rosters or whatever it might be. Um, it's again, like you guys said, you know, it's just about finding that hour of, of um, peace and serenity wherever it is, whether it's breaking a sweat or, or um, you know, going for a walk, whatever it is. But, yeah, I think, you know, for any anyone that sort of is struggling with a routine of some kind uh, is just, just be kind to yourself, be patient. That thing or that that perfect place or whatever it might be will will come in time, and it's just a matter of trying. You know, um, you know, even just even just my mornings is constantly changing anyway. So, you know, if, if I have a, a pretty shit sleep, or you know, the boys are the boys are up at earlier than what I would expect. You know, it's just about changing and, and being as dynamic as possible, and and then come back to you know come back to those. You know, just simple things like just you know being grateful for whatever that is that's that's come and you know interrupted your um, your session or whatever it might be. You know, there's there's probably something there in that to, to look into and, and move towards. Definitely, oh, that's awesome, awesome. Look, mate, on that then, let's get started about the Shane dynamic, the ADN. What's let's tell us about it? Like, how did it start? Um, it's yeah, exciting stuff. For, yeah, go for, yeah, go for, go from the beginning if you could, mate. Yeah, cool. So, um, well, there's, there's two beginnings. There's the, big, there's the beginning where I pushed the button on the Facebook group and 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 hit launch. Uh, and then there's the, you know, upon reflection, um, there's another beginning which which uh, started back in, you know, well, I suppose my travels around uh, the country when I started doing that back in 2003. So, the the button pushing was was basically a need when we had our first kids. And so in between that time, during all the, the silent reflux issues and, and beyond that, there was very little support here for dads in, in regional areas. Uh, in Karatha at the time, there was very little support. Uh, we didn't have we didn't have a bunch of mates locally because everyone at that time was sort of either FIFO or heavily transient. Uh, me being from Victoria, Alison being from Canada, you know, it's, it was, we didn't know many people. And the people we did know they were either, you know, had kids or empty nesters, you know, older kids, or they didn't have kids. And so, you know, it was hard to find that group of people that we uh, we could sort of share our frustrations and struggles with and, and get some advice. 
Um, Alison was fortunate, you know, they probably similar to you guys' experience, you know, mum's groups are, you know, here's a pack of all the stuff that you can get for, you know, to help mum. I I walked out of the hospital just with the baby and no clues on on what to do and, and where to seek help. So it was a big struggle. I I tried to find some local um, some groups. There was nothing on Facebook. That is, uh, there's nothing really in in Australia that I could find that really um, would be able to provide what I needed. So I basically just started my own one, and it was originally located just for the Pilbara, the region up here. And we started to get a bunch of guys joining. We, you know, we caught up for coffees. You know, we went fishing, all that kind of stuff, just to really focus on connection. And then we, then we uh, started having some of those guys who were FIFO or you know um, worked for different government departments and got seconded somewhere else. And so they asked us, you know, can we still be a part of the Pilbara Dads Network, even though we're not going to be in the Pilbara anymore? And and so that kind of thing just triggered us to, um, or triggered me to move it to the Australian Dads Network. And that's where it started to get more and more traction and, and more and more involvement. The, the, the reason why it started was a combination of three things that I've learned, um, really that I've dialed into in the last, uh, the last sort of six months. And the three words are connection, community and commitment. So, my travels around was seeking that community, really seeking that the, the community that would be able to support me, like-minded people, you know, be able to gather and support each other and just be in a really, you know, helpful, fun, happy environment. Uh, so that was, you know, those music festivals and stuff were a really good example of that. Traveling over to Europe, you know, and, and sitting in a in an environment where I didn't even understand the language, but I was trying to figure out how it all connected and who, who did what in that little town or whatever. And, you know, I really thrived in that environment. And then there was, uh, there's connection, you know, and I, I see that, that, um, you know, the struggle that we have as, as humans often to, to be able to connect, especially with strangers. And, uh, and so the Dads Network to me was, was really that, you know, connection piece was to be able to put people together. And, you know, you don't know necessarily me or other people, but hey, you've got similar likes and, you know, let's just, bring you guys together, let's go catch up and, you know, maybe that turns into something. And uh, so that, I really enjoy that space as well. And the commitment piece was uh, uh, 2008, um, a guy who I've, I'm only, I'm, I've got a younger sister, so don't have any brothers. But it's a guy who was, uh, you know, I considered to be your brother of mine, you know, my older brother. We, we traveled a lot of the music festivals for a, a, a number of years. Uh, and he was a happy-go-lucky little Irish leprechaun and, uh, you know, just, just a great guy and I learned a lot from him. But he um, he took his own life in 2008 and it was my real first sort of introduction to what um, what mental health was, you know, and, and I didn't know any of this stuff was going on in his life. But, you know, it was until I met his, his sister where he said that, well, she said that, you know, he'd been struggling in that space for a very, very long time. Uh, with depression and I, I, he didn't kept it all from me. So I made a commitment uh, at that time to not let um, my ears sort of be blocked by other people who may need to speak to somebody. So, you know, that's that. Um, that's where the Dads Network has really come into its own as well as, you know, we've all joined in there. We're a bunch of really, um, really awesome guys who are just there to be um, the combination of everything from you know, how do you change a nappy? What's the, you know, what's the best way to, is this the right color poop? You know, what's the best formula all the way through to, you know, marriage issues, um, you know, all the way to the, to the higher end of, you know, I'm really struggling right now. I'm not sure what I need to do. Uh, and so the full spectrum and we've committed to, to those guys in the community and the ones that keep joining as well that, uh, that will create that space and keep that space available for them. Uh, to be able to talk about anything that's going on because everything that's going on has some impact up here in the head and uh, and that's what we're there to do is just to support those guys to make sure that they're becoming the best versions of themselves um, every day. Is that where the Dad's Only Yarn Barn came in as well? So, yeah, so that's, it all started with that group, yeah. Okay, that's the group, okay. Yep. And it all... Yeah, that's, so that's the, that's the private Dad's Only group. That group's and awesome, the, by the way. Australian... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's always got some uh, some real gems in there, and everyone's you know, so supportive. Guys, 
yeah, and you know, it's that it's that community. So we don't call it a Facebook group; we call it a community. And you know, there's guys that are you know 18 uh, all the way through to we've got some guys. Uh, got um, Dan is uh, 70, so uh, oh sorry, John 70, and uh, yeah, so you know, we've got the full spectrum of of you know from new dads to guys who are going to have kids to you know, multiple, I've got multiple grandkids, you know, like yeah. it's, it's a really great spectrum to get that support. And uh, the Australian Dads Network, that uh, that title is the official one, but we have to change the group because guys were posting some pretty heavy stuff on the Facebook page, uh-huh. which was also Australian Dads Network. Yeah. That's why we had to yeah. change it. But uh, yeah, we, we just got charity status uh, for the organization um, last year. So uh, it's, yeah, it's, we're doing some really, really cool things to be able to support the, the guys in the community. That's epic. We well, were talking about last year. I, I read an interesting little gem. Um, well, Men's Health Award for 2021. Mate, did you ever expect that accolade coming your way? Um, and chuck onto that too. The ADN, did you ever think it's gonna, it, it was ever going to reach this level, mate? No, not at all. Um, on both of those fronts as well. Uh, I was... When, I was getting all these messages when I was sitting at my desk uh, the day of those awards and, you know, I didn't even log in because I thought, oh, well, you know, I've, I've got to be at work and, uh, and you know, I thought, well, you know, I'll just watch the replay later on and, you know, celebrate with the guys who, who win those awards. And, you know, I, just, I saw a bunch of messages afterwards saying, you're on, you're on, they're waiting <laughs> for you, you're on. <laughs> and, uh, and it, yeah, it didn't, uh, it didn't happen to be the case. So, Oh, sorry, it happened to be the case that it was me, but yeah, just complete shock. Uh, I couldn't, yeah, couldn't believe it, and, and extremely grateful and honoured to be, you know, around such um, the guys that were in that list of, were were amazing. Um, so, and still doing some amazing things, which is really good. It's a really good community, and the uh, the other part of that question was about the. Thing with the the thing that you would <laughs> no, yeah. I think ADN like, would reach the yeah the level, the level the, the, I guess the oh, level the that level, you guys yeah. are at like now um, did you ever imagine like when you sat there and thought about this you know your your little group your or your bloke society you know like that you know you were talking about yeah. to now what it is you're talking to two blokes over here in Brizzy um, about this amazing thing you were doing mate um, did you ever real like think it would ever get to this. No, yes, no, not at all. So I, there was a number of times that I was about to push the, you know, the, the stop button uh, on the group for various various reasons, and there was always at that time that there was I'd get a text message or a Facebook message or something from somebody in the group saying, um, you know, just got this awesome advice from one of the guys or you know or this you know this community is you know literally to the point where this community has saved my life, and so. It's those times, you know, when you know something is is being presented to you for a reason, you go, all right, so maybe that message means I shouldn't be pushing this button. So it's, yeah, it's got that, uh, it's just got that thing that just, you know, that gift that keeps on giving, you know, the, we just put our effort in there and we, we you know, we, we create this safe space and the guys in there are doing so much, so much uh, for the community together. You know, it's not just me going in there and sharing things that I know, it's the whole the whole community that are doing it. So, yeah, I didn't think that uh, I didn't think that I'd be, you know, talking to you guys. I didn't know that that was going to happen. All these things are just sort of they just come, and I take the opportunities when they when they present themselves, and you know, just just follow my gut. You know, whatever sort of presents itself that feels right at the time, but just take it on and and go for it. And so that's that's what the Dad's Network's really just been about is just just continuing to follow where the where we go and 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 what's right at the time. And uh, yeah, all the all the other things that come from it are, are just a, a massive bonus. But the the real premise and the real reason why we keep doing what we do, and you know, it's 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 somewhere around the twenty to twenty five hours a week after my normal job that I'm doing uh, doing things for the Dad's Network, and it's it's because there's there's a there's a need for it, and it's you know, and again, it's it's my commitment uh, to those guys in that community. Lovely. Oh man, we're we're grateful a, for, for your time here, and but. More so, I'm, I'm hoping the listeners are getting out, you know, what, what I'm taking from it, what Nick's taking from here, you know, um, are your stories, you know, and the journey about it all. But how, how awesome, it, you know, you that word community, um, well, I can't 
you know think highly of enough if you've got that great community around it, it like you said like it's it's that push but it's also that need you know um you know it's a push for you to keep going and the need for us you know for it but um that's an unbelievable thing that you're doing so you know thank you very much mate that's it and how, how would we get involved liam how can the average so how would that get involved in the dad network yeah so, yeah, I mean, if you're on Facebook, then just jump in there and, and search Australian Dads Network. It'll come up with a Facebook page and it'll also uh, it'll come up with the ADN Dads Only Yarn Barn. And so the Yarn Barn is the one, if you want the group, that's, yeah, jump into that. Three three real easy questions uh, to answer, which, um, which you know, that will gain your entry in. Uh, uh, and that's, yeah, that's about it. You can, awesome. you can sort of jump in there. If anyone's got any, if you put my sort of tags or anything on it on this podcast, if anyone's got any questions, then, you know, feel free to reach out and ask and we're we'll happy to talk through uh, the process with anybody. And we're looking forward to seeing the Australian Dads Network um, expand over to Queensland. That'd be awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, Mark McGowan is the only one blocking us at the moment, I think, so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's blocking everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, so, Mark, no, put your head in. Again. Oh. Yeah. I'm sure he's a listener. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He definitely listens to shit oh, that podcast. Sure. Uh, well, look, um, mate, as I said, I was having a little look in, you know, over the last couple of days, and, mate, I came across this little gem, um, something that I wish I had seen just over three years ago when the number one came along, the five mistakes of the new dads. Um, where did that... Where did that where did that come from? Was it your experience, your, you know, your community's experience or, or what? Yeah, um, most of that's my experience. Yep. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was my, um, I suppose, uh, just during some, um, some work I did with a guy called Kerwin Ray uh, recently and, you know, had to dive deep into some, some really sort of focus on some, some work and just through that process you know I, I, I really you know stepped back into some of those things that I, I felt were um, sort of I neglected during that time and so yeah that that whole ebook is about those you know the mistakes that we sometimes make and it seems to have resonated with a few new dads or a few dads um, but yeah simple things like you know that we, we neglect when, we, when we've got a new kid and, and that's you know, we eat shit food, we don't sleep, you know, we we don't exercise, we we, we remove some of that socialisation, you know, like we quit the basketball team because we've got to be, you know, at home and, and that kind of thing, thing. So, yeah, it was all the things that, you know, I did and, you know, some of those experiences of, um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully resonate with others. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> well, how, how do we get that through the, uh, do we get that through the ADN Facebook page, the ebook? Uh, you can get it on our website as well. So that's probably the easiest way to get it. Yep. So on www.australiandadsnetwork.com.au cool. and uh, there's a tab at the top there that says New Dad. So you just click on that and then you'll be able to download straight away. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, mate, oh, as I said, I, I wish I saw it over that, you know, three yeah. years ago. But I'm also, it's awesome now, like as, as number two's coming along, um, it's actually a really good refresher for me. Yeah. To think, you know, to think about those things. And I'm like, shit, I did that. Mm. Fuck. Yes. You know, yes, 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 yes. Okay, cool. And now you've got that experience of about, and you're like, no, I need that time where yeah. it's, it's it's a me time or the missus time or and even an hour time, like a together time. Um, you know, you're, uh, but five simple messages. You know what I mean? Like you jump online now. I don't know about you guys, but I, I have been to jumping online and looking for things and it's just massive books and, you know, massive things. As a bloke, I just want simple, <laughs> to the point. Yeah, <laughs> mate. And those five things, they hit it. So, yeah, that's awesome. So all the all listeners out there, especially you know new dads, um, or even you know um, number twos, number threes along the way, jump on and have a have a read of it. So it was great. Awesome. Yeah, appreciate that. Yep. Now, Liam, um, we we always do something with our guests that we we really love um, because we really want to know how dad are you. Um, and we, we finish it off with a dad quiz um, and we've, we've got the deep stuff out of the way. We've, we've learned all the dad advice and we've got your story and um, we've, we've got a deep dive into the ADN, which is amazing. Um, 
an amazing page and, and um, project for you, but now we want to know how much of an actual dad you are. So, Dave, do you want to kick it off? Yeah, all right, I've got a couple of things. I could fall short here. <laughs> you got 10. Could yeah, lose right. everybody. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't fall off the cliff now, Liam, come on. You've got to reach a score, otherwise we don't post you on our podcast, all right? Um, <laughs> now, all right, number one. All right, so uh, do you call out to your boys, did you fall in when they take too long in the loo? Sorry, can you say that again? Sorry? Said, so you call out to the lads, did you fall in when they take too long in the loo? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well done. Well done. Um, do you put the stud finder on your chest when you're trying to and say, found it? Every time. <laughs> Even when there's no batteries. <laughs> Just add the beep in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, when you tie something down to your roof, you uh, say to yourself and everyone, that's going nowhere. Your roof? Yeah. Roof of the car. Yeah, roof of the oh, car. Oh, I was going to say. Roof what? of the car. Climbing up oh, on the roof, like tying the tiles oh, down or something. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Uh, and I use ratchets now too, so it's a bit easier to Makes confirm that. Oh, so yeah. that's good. Oh, yeah. Well played. Um, we should cut it off uh, when the kids hurt themselves. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, or, or if it's really bleeding. Yeah. Or if it's really bleeding, I can drink some of the blood just to help. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, geez, you're full of tips. Yeah. All right. Um, do you turn the volume down on the radio when you're trying to find an address? No. Ah, <laughs> that's all right. Four from five, still pretty good so far. Now, what's your peak Sunday Arvo activity? Ooh. Um, having a coffee at three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> Weren't we talking about, like, lack of sleep before? <laughs> uh, I think I'm getting – I think it's just me getting a bit older and uh, enjoying the slower pace of life. You know, it comes three o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday – I don't have to do anything. Most of the job's already done. Kids are happy just chilling because it's too hot outside. Yeah. Chuck another coffee in and just, yeah, nice. just chill. I'll pay it. That's yeah. cool. I know. That's yeah. Now, what's one thing you do that really annoys your boys? Oh, it, well, I think it's got to be dad jokes. They hate it. Um, <laughs> Who hates dad jokes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, think that's, I think that's probably about it. Every time I say something, that is, you know, resembling some sort of sarcasm. Uh, you know, their eyes are literally rolling out of their head. And, you know, that's what I say. If you guys continue to roll your eyes, they're going to fall out of your head. Yeah. And then they do it again. <laughs> Excellent. <because they're> not- <laughs> I'm paying that. That's good. Um, do you grunt when you sit down or stand up or both? Both. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Both. Double points. You really are the ultimate dad. The Australian Dad Network man is the ultimate dad. I love that. Now, what's got your? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what's your? Uh, what's your go-to daddy dinner? Oh, um, so lately it's been like baked beans on toast or spaghetti on toast, and you know, grated so cheese underneath. Yeah. So the cheese underneath melts, oh. and yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good one. It's a gourmand. Mate, I hit, I hit three up for Sunday brekkie. Oh, yeah, so, nice. You know, that's uh, Super dad. For me too. And now, what? Uh, finally, who is your all-time favourite sportsman? Ooh. Or woman? What, famous sportsman? Doesn't have to be. Yeah, no. That, your favourite sportsman? That's a good question. Um, You're a basketball man, are you? Oh, I used to be just um, many years ago. Yeah. I think, you know, geez, that is a tough one. I think I would probably lean towards, you know, I'm thinking uh, I'm into my, um, you know, UFC and stuff at the moment. Nice. So, you know, I'm thinking someone like um, like Dustin Poirier, you know, he's, he's just a battler. You know, obviously elite, elite at his uh, at his role, but you know, he's He's a he's a real you know family man and and loves his loves his um, he supports a really uh, good charity as well so you know I think I think if I was looking at that big picture you know a really good athlete really good family man and you know and supports his his community as well I think that's probably one that stands out. He's done the ultimate answer there. That I love oh. that. And uh, I'm going to give a bonus question here. You've got nine out of ten. You've got the possibility to get get double digits here. <laughs> when the boys fall over, 
Or even funnier. No, actually, I won't go there. Uh, when the boys fall over, <laughs> do you tell them to send you a postcard next time? Uh, sorry. I'm oh, yeah, I got the reaction I was after there. How good? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. That's all right. Nine out of 11, I'll pay it. That's good. I do, well, I, I do say, how was your trip? Is that? Oh, yeah. Yes. No, nah, yeah, we've yeah, got to nah, go with that. Yeah. Yep. That's paid. How yeah, good is that? Double digits. <laughs> I think you are the first in a while to hit that double yeah, digit. Definitely. The ultimate dad. I love that. That's so I good. Have, I, I'd be happy with mine as well. I appreciate you guys giving me the extra opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> now, Liam, uh, you've had, now you've had 55 minutes to think about it, and it is now time for... Shit Dad Moment of the Our shit dad moment of the week is uh, thanks to Better Accounting, who is our little um, studio in Hendra in Brisbane, who um, do the ultimate dad jokes. So Mm. my accountant in Better Accounting has the ultimate dad jokes. He even has a book. Um, And every time I go in, I'm pretty sure he charges me a a little, like an extra 20 bucks for that dad joke every year, but I'll pay it because it's worth it. He's got it written on his wall. Yeah. Come for dad jokes. He's amazing. Anyway, (laughs) better accounting in Hendra. Um, (laughs) Thanks to them for giving us their their space for us to record in. We really appreciate it. Um, So... I'm going to kick it off this time around um, because it's not really a shit dad moment. It's more of a shit everything, like a shit husband as well. Like I usually no, – I, no, no, we're not going deep. We're not having like tears and shit. It's basically um, I had my daddy dinners, so I do a lot of the cooking because um, wife works Monday to Friday, comes home late. I'm happy because I'm there all day and I just – I cook. So – I had my daddy dinners all planned out um, Monday to Friday and it bombed hard because oh. I was just lazy. It was a mixture of recovering from COVID, going back to work. I was just really lazy, not feeling it. And then I play on her sort of need for uh, comfort food as well. So when she, when I'm just like, oh, you know what? I really, oh, I, I just can't be bothered cooking tonight. The stuff's there. I'll, I'll do it, but I just can't be bothered. And she goes, oh, you know what? I really want Mexican tonight. And I'm like, you know, that is a great idea. I think we definitely need to have Mexican tonight. And we did that for like four nights in a row. <laughs> so had the healthy kids' dinners all planned out for like for a whole week, and I think we did one of them. So that's my shit dad moment this week. And I'm just impressed that you didn't still just cook for the kids and – just enjoy the Mexican for you. And the oh, business. we have done that before, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's my go-to. That's like, Chicken oh, tenders yeah. and salad <laughs> is usually a pretty good go-to for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made an – actually, daddy dinner uh, hack here for the listeners. Uh, made I'm, not an sure ad- you, I'm not sure you can follow up with a daddy dinner hack after that bomb out. For the oh, no, no. <laughs> this is going to redeem it. Seriously, I made an epic daddy dinner just off the cuff um, the yeah. other night. Um, I had – Wraps left over from um, a few days before. Got chicken tenders. We always have chicken tenders in the freezer as a, yeah. as a go-to. Um, and then I just straight up did chicken tender, snuck really chopped up salad into it um, with a bit of cheese on top of the salad um, and sauce and mayo with cheese. And it was legit. Yeah, they and they smashed them. Like yeah. they don't eat – they usually – pick out the, the bits of salad and they're real yeah, sometimes they're real fussy but because cheese, yeah. I was like don't you open it it's chicken and cheese you eat it and then they like took one <laughs> bite and they're like actually you know what dad yeah those greens are pretty fucking good <laughs> so oh, well, that's a keeper you guys yeah. need to make that it's, it's fine, real fine good job yeah alright um, <laughs> my shit dad um, came on Sunday at a cafe awesome place thought it was great catch up with some friends um they had this little glass, like, enclosed play area. Perfect for, you know, little miss, which is great. Um, off she goes, having a good old play. I've gone in there with her before the, you know, the other couple turned up with their kids. It's about a metre and a half, chest-high ladder. And she's, you know, in this little cubbies there. And I was like, oh, quick come way down. Yeah, look, they're here, come down, just jump to me. But off she does, she jumps to me. Start in breakfast order, whatever. Um, I see her climbing along. It's like oh, I might go in just to help her out. I stand up, turn my back to her. Next minute, the other couple's missus gone. She's just jumped a meter and a half out high. Oh shit! Just landed, boom, and just on the ground like tough. Like, Kids bounce. Just eh? tough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it was softball, 
and just saw hospital trip later but i was just like oh no shit i literally just like half an hour ago had her jump in from that exact yeah. spot out to me yeah and i'm like oh great shit dad moment trust exercise going on. <laughs> hey look it's content all right yeah, dad, yeah. Dad, dad, dad it's not shit it's content <laughs> you were here before dad where did you go where did you go <laughs> about yourself liam i'm gonna get two weeks out of this one oh. <laughs> So I have been I have been rattling my mind uh, while we've been talking, and and obviously I appreciate you guys sharing first because that gives me some more time to consider <laughs> my response. And I think there's a couple there's a couple that have come to mind, um, which I don't think uh, you know where your guys where you guys have, have contributed. I think they're not at that level, but um, one of them was uh, it just happened this morning was that my seven year old. He, uh, he was outside you know, playing with bubbles and it was a big thing of bubbles and his younger brother dropped the bubbles on the floor. So they're all over the place. Heartbreak. And so, yeah, yeah. So, you know, he, he looked through the window and then saw that my wife and I were looking at him and then he put the waterworks on himself. Um, you know, he came in. I said, mate, I, you know, you spill the bubbles. You know, that's, that's what happens. They end up on the floor. And, um, you know, he, he was crying a bit. And, and then, so he, he walked outside, back outside, and he knelt down on his knees and he started trying to scoop the bubbles back into the, <laughs> into the bubble. <laughs> but I think, uh, you know, where my, my shit dad moment comes from was I let him, I let him do that. <laughs> I, didn't say, I didn't say, mate, I'd, Probably not going to work, you know. Just, just leave them. I just sort of, I sat there, or I stood there in the kitchen. I could see him through the window. And I was just going, this is just not going to work, you know. Should I go out there and help him, or you know, at least support him, yeah. or at least tell him it's not going to work? Sometimes um, they just have so to I learn. Just learn that. Opportunity to learn. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You enjoyed your coffee, yeah, morning yeah. coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I didn't let him get in the way of my morning coffee. So I, uh, yeah. I just kept doing what I was doing, making breakfast or whatever for the kids, and and, um, and then he, he, I see him stand up, and he's got he's got bubbles coming out of his thing, and so I'm just like, you did it. Oh, I sorted it. <laughs> there hey, you good. go. You did it. So he sorted it himself. So I felt a little bit shit because I just was sort of chuckling to myself as he was, you know, <laughs> kids are knees trying to scoop <laughs> bubbles out of the uh, you know, out of the concrete. But he did it, so you know, props to him. Yeah, good you on know, him. Resilient little player. Oh, well done. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, well, that's our shit dad moment of the week segment, Liam. We uh, we enjoyed to we uh, one thing that has got me lately is. Um, as we're sort of growing a bit, people are going, well, why do you call yourself shit dad? Like, do you want people to think you're shit? And we're like, we don't uh, think we're shit dads. This uh, is like the whole point of it. It's all tongue in cheek yeah. and we just want to celebrate dad stuff ups. That's what we do. Like it's because we can all have a laugh about it. Mum's sitting there rolling her eyes into the back of their heads and we're sitting there going, well, this is just good content. This is like, this is shit daddery at its finest. So that's yeah. the the, yep. the point of the Shit Dad podcast is to share the shit daddery yeah. and celebrate it. It's perfect, you know, it's, and, and you know, I think that you guys have nailed it because it's, uh, you know, one, it's, it's, it's well, for me anyway, it's been a bloody good time hanging out with you guys for the last hour or so. And, but also, you know, you're just reaffirming uh, in your way that, you know, no one's perfect. And, you know, it's a, a mentor of uh, mine and, and the guys in the dad's network as well, Mike Duff, who says it, you know, he says the best. He goes, no one's perfect. You know, we don't, no one expects, no one should expect it to be. So, you know, shit, Dad. Um, there's another podcast that's uh, for women. It's called the Baby Brain Podcast. You know, same kind of deal. You know, they're, they're working together to support two girls, that, you know, two mums that are supporting uh, other mums and just going, hey, you know, we all go through our, through our shit and let's just celebrate it, have a bit of a laugh about exactly. it. Exactly. If you can't laugh, you cry. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine too. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my, we we spoke. That's awesome, but Liam, mate. Look, we we appreciate your time. Um, you know, we understand how busy you are with everything you do on family. Um, you know, wife, two kids, your normal job, the ADN. You know, all that. So, taking this hour to share your story, a eh, about your your dad journey, um, and about the ADN, and of course, sharing a, you know your shit daddery with us too. Mate, it's been a hoot. Um, yeah, absolutely loved it. Really taking appreciate so it. much from it. So thanks, mate, from from us um, and Cam, who's not here. 
Um, he's disappointed. Cam would have loved this chat. Oh, of course he would. Yeah, yeah he, he's all over this. Filthy. Yeah, but mate, look, we, we really do appreciate it. So thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your time too. No thank worries. You. Hey, awesome. um, the one last thing, Liam. Um, what we usually do is just like a, a finish it off and go. Do you have any any lasting dad advice for the dads out there? Or final, word, final words of wisdom, wisdom, if you like. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I think maybe just just continuing along the theme of, of today's chat is just yeah, be kind to yourself. You know, it's it's very easy to get lost in all the the crazy stuff, the books, the you know the, the what people are telling you, uh, what you should and shouldn't do. You know, we're all you know again, not to go not to go too deep into it all, but. You know, we're all here, we're all going through our own journeys and, you know, to surround yourself with those people who, you know, have some advice to share um, but, you know, still encourage you to try and, and do your own things as well and, you know, getting those good people around you that are there to support you and, and help, um, you know, walk with you on your on your journey, nobody else's journey, uh, then that's probably, a, that's probably a good start. Outstanding, mate, and uh, thanks very much for your your kind words on the on the shit dad podcast as well. Um, <laughs> we, we appreciate. Yeah, <laughs> we'll finish it off with the uh, the smashing fibers code uh, ship. Sh- no, it's not ship shit free. Although that is the usual one for free shipping, but we've got free shit, free shit for uh, one, buy one get one free, and that's only yeah. valid until next episode where we will have a new shit dad podcast um, specific Exclusive. code. Exclusive, that's the word. Yes. Nice. Um, No, and I really appreciate uh, your time, Liam, and it's been a fantastic chat and we really, yeah, I've got a lot out of it and I know our listeners will absolutely love it as well. So, uh, yeah, appreciate it. So just, um, sorry, Liam, before I let you go, just listeners, make sure you jump on the Australian Dad Network. Oh, yeah. .au. Yeah. Um, literally, as I said, in the last couple of nights, I've I've been having a look at it. I've taken so much from it. Um, So please, everyone else out there, get on. Um, support this champion that we're chatting to. Yep. Um, and you know everything he's about and what what they're doing there. So thanks, mate. Cheers, guys. Appreciate it. No worries. In the week ahead, guys, be the safety net for your kids, not the loaded gun. Hide when they're annoying, but still have some fun. Work on your dad bod. Don't be an angry sod. And when the shit hit the, hits the fan, be there for them. Don't run for the kids.